From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's the Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again for another episode of the Power Move. The I'm your host. My name is John Gafford. Welcome back, as always, to an episode of The Power Move. With me to my left, the one and only Bulgarian mongoose, Mr. Colts. What's up, Amadan? We need to get him like Method Man, where he's got 14 we, names. That's it? like just Hot keep, Nicks, aka Johnny Blaze. Be like <laughs> the Bulgarian mongoose, aka the Polo Money Assassin. No, that's how, no, no, that's how, no, that's no, that's how it was with uh, what was it? Uh, Old Dirty Bastard. No, 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 no. It was. Uh, Thomas Hearns, yeah, like 10, the hit the man, man, the inner city Cobra, <laughs> like 10 different <laughs> nicknames. But of course, you the counselor, you just have the one. Just Chris, I'll the counselor, Chris Connell, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Power Move. This is the podcast where we talk about life, how to get better, how to do things, how to improve yourself. And today, continuing our series, hopefully uh, you're checking this out, of uh, where we talk about little topics from the upcoming book, Escaping the Drift. Choice. Oh, you're going to say we're going to talk about how not to get cut off by every brand available. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. How not to yeah, alienate yourself it, from yeah. $600 you know, million. No, no, no. Well, okay. Well, we, well, today we're going to talk about, yeah, a little bit with that, which is, you know, living with intent through critical analysis, which I think not enough people do well. It's something I struggle with in my life. And I guess, you know, Kanye could be considered a walking, talking kind of example of that. Do you think he thought further than two seconds? To, I don't think he do thinks further than his front nose. No, I, I don't think Not he does either. All. I think um, I think there's certain things that maybe you can come back from. <laughs> I don't think this is one of them. No, he, one of your might one of your Mel Gibson just out there. No, just, no, no. But, but even Mel kind of made yeah, a little bit Mel, of a comeback. Mel did make a comeback. But here's my point. My point is this. Ready? This is my this is my conspiracy theory, if you will, in regards oh, to this. I'm ready for it. I think Kanye wanted to get himself canceled. I think he was sick. I think he's sick of being in the public eye. I think he's like, I have more money than I ever want to spend. I think I'm just done. So I'm going to say some insane, crazy shit. Everybody is going to drop me, and I will just be free to do whatever I want to do. Yeah, John, if that was if that was Colt, right. if that was you, if that was uh, yeah. I don't know. Find me a very famous person that has all this money that wants. No, no, no. He's said crazy shit for years. <laughs> it's just he's Never gotten to the point where the wrong. he lost a lot of the cachet. Yeah. He's over yeah. time denigrated his own brand. Yeah. Because he, first off, at some point you look at him walking in those galoshes. You just go, we've all jumped the shark. Yeah. We've all. It's too far. This is the Balenciaga. The, the, the gap trash bags. Thousand dollar Crocs or whatever. You, you jump the shark at some point yeah. and you lose the cachet because you are no longer cool. You're not putting out cool music. Yeah. Right. He had a, a huge amount of cachet because he had so much valuable, good content. Like when he yeah. put out Yeezus, uh, Twisted Dark Fantasy, like the, the preceding three, four albums were highly regarded, very good content that people wanted. Mm -hmm. right it was cool then he was with kim kardashian then he was all this right so he hit that point where he was given a lot of grace and you earn a lot of forgiveness in life if you've put out a lot of great content if you're exceptional and you do all this stuff and it hits you can take swings and misses you can be bruce willis singing the art of uh you know brutus remember that album bruce willis put out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you vaguely yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you don't play harmonica on it I think. that doesn't define his career no. because he has content outside of that but the problem is you do get to a tipping point where you you uh lean the mixture too much and the engine starts sputtering 
yeah you know and if oh, you don't come back with yeezus two or don or whatever three and you don't adjust the mixture again then your engine sputters yeah. okay so so how much of that is is kanye losing his cachet and how much of that is after. the kardashians just succubusing yeah. his his skill and his talent uh, ask lamar Odom. Yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> they, those, guys, those chicks right? are undefeated man i mean it's undefeated listen about 12 and 0 I, they are they're no like 12 and 0 i mean kanye seriously i mean okay like you know they have the, the nfl rookie symposium where they go out sure. and they say guys seriously like you need to save for your family don't yep. go out and blow don't your get money. a ferrari day don't two. get a ferrari day too get to your second contract invest some of your money do you think there's like a whole day now on dating the kardashians like just seriously don't who's gonna put it on like don't the world loves it those those men are sacrifices to the mayan gods right you know like <laughs> the cornfields or whatever to make the, the baby's tears to make the corn grow we're here as society going oh like God. tribute tribute <laughs> you know, we gotta burn somebody in order to have oh. so they can distract from there those oh. people are legitimate billionaires now kylie yeah. with her makeup on oh. all this tertiary business stuff and we're all fine letting it go as long as we taste blood once in a while <laughs> <laughs> those they, poor they bastards oh, man. but you know it's just one of those things also that if it doesn't affect you sometimes people look past a lot of things right mm -hmm. the decision makers of hollywood of businesses or you know all of that don't, don't before you don't say, say it, it don't stop. Stop. Don't, don't no 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 i'm not saying i'm not going to say it just no, no, no. Say it. i'm not going to say it we don't have adidas as a sponsor but we would like to have adidas i would like to go on record saying that <laughs> no, i have a Jewish grandmother so i just no 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 i'm not saying that at all what i'm saying is how long do people get pushed off for the record we know that's not what you mean no i know i know i was not going that no but my point is, is too close. there's so much going on in life that people kind of just don't realize it. And then you'd start thinking, holy cow, this guy for 10 years has been saying stuff that should have oh, yeah, kicked at the curb. Ago, but he had enough cachet to But that's what I'm saying. Like, out, you know, you, know, you got welcome. He's he's he just insane. kind of he just now wore out his welcome, and well, now that now it's going to be a pylon session. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This well, it's, it, it's, it's, it's going to be trendy to cancel him. Well, it's it trendy. already was when he wore White Lives Matter a little while ago. Yeah. I'm wondering why it was yeah today or or when he talked about what that the african americans chose to be slaves or whatever he said something crazy like that like he did, yeah, yeah, yeah how that, did this that guy was, not yeah i, I thought for sure that'd get yeah. him canceled but nah. so people go oh well you know it's like there's in life here's the thing about women that i've i've learned over time and this is not when a woman's done she's done with a guy yeah. oh yeah like yep. because it's my theory maybe i'm wrong but a, oh, a woman totally a woman oftentimes that. in a in a sort of a prototypical heteronormative relationship a woman often looks to men who are uh, a protector role and that's just the way the patriarchy is currently set yeah. up not not for good or for you know bad or whatever but once a woman has lost that feeling of like that guy is the guy i want to be with and truly lost it that is over yeah there is nothing that you can do then. like it's just it's over nothing uh men will go back right, right as long right. as the well they never got guys don't get pushed over the edge right most yeah. of the time they kind of <laughs> cut it quick where mm -hmm. women want that that's our last resort and they'll put up they, with some yeah. bullshit for a long totally time but that moment and it's day one day two it, yep. when it's over it's over and it's i think over. kanye was on that it had nothing to do he could have said <laughs> society any, was just forgiving no it, it, what, no, it yeah. just i he could have gone after any type of class anything 
and it would have been over the edge. He was already teetering. That was a yeah. last. It, you could flip flop anything he said, whether yeah, it's about I, I Jewish just, maybe or, not the people or, that Hitler uh, yeah, killed, yeah. and then to say to a German company, and you can't say nothing about it because you're German. Yeah, like I, th- I, I think I think it's literally like okay, Ooh. let's see. <laughs> I insulted my own people. Didn't work. No. Well, he insulted yeah, everybody. Didn't work. He makes insulted. sense, and then they're like, they're like, wait, like, where, where can I go from here? Who are the like? The like, only way you can rationalize this, yeah. John's theory, if he wanted to be canceled, now nobody would ever want to be canceled. No, but, but I mean, at this point, if it didn't work, like if he, if he didn't get canceled, he had to step he, it up. At this point, it's going to be like, okay, the yeah. Jews didn't work. Uh, you know, you know who's you know who's unfairly prosecuted child molesters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, where do you go? Yeah. Free you know? child molesters. Yeah, like, but he he has. He's yeah. pretty much offended everybody. If you look back yeah. over the last. 10 years but not like funny like a stand-up comedian no, that crosses not, all no, 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 no. A, it's yeah. just like stuff boring he says, and gross yeah and he truly believes it yeah. right it's, like it's, that's it's, what's it's boring lies. but i think you know we can all agree on what we want to talk about today is critical thinking in your decision making and your understanding and i think where a lot of people run into trouble or what holds them back is they don't critically think very well through a situation or sure. they don't look at a situation for what it is um and I think that is a skill set that a lot of people really need to develop. So I want to talk about just some different things uh, through, uh, you know, through that ideas, through those ideas. Now, first of all, I'll talk about a lot of people don't understand and 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 downplay their success is sometimes really, really because of those around them. Oh. And this is a mistake I see a lot of people in companies and say middle management make when they start to believe their own hype, not realizing that their strength is really coming from someone behind them right. or underneath them. They don't appreciate their teams in the way that they should. Uh, the, the Russell Wilson effect. Yeah, the Russell Wilson effect. I mean, when I was coming up in, in the restaurant yeah, business, yeah. it was funny when I worked for the corporate restaurant chain. I had a guy that worked for me uh, named Dave Levins, and Dave kind of went with me everywhere I went. And I always said when they would move me to a different place or take me to a different place, I said, I'll go, but I'm taking Dave, you know, and eventually he ended up getting his shot. Um, happy to say he, you know, was done very well for himself later in life. He owns his own, own restaurants that do well. And so he's done well. But the point being was I was always very cognizant that my success was innately tied to his ability to fill in the holes. Uh, he was better at some things that I was. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. So, you know, I think that's about being honest with yourself where your blind spots are or where you're, where you lack skill and understanding that leaning into the people that surround you is sometimes there because a lot of people just try to bowl their way through those right. blind spots. And I think that's a recipe for disaster. Jack Welsh talks about that in his book about leadership and, and management. He said his greatest ability was to find those people smarter than him. Yeah. To have surrounding them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't even say, I mean, smarter than he you, says yes. it's smarter. What smarter. he meant was more he adept at whatever task. Yeah. Were, their task whatever, right. whatever you know, that's is Jack Welsh in his own ways was a, he was a bold, confident man, but he, he was self-deprecating. And I, I like leaders that are self-deprecating, Yeah, you know, amongst their, like, you know, when I'm around my paralegal and, and we're talking to a client, I said, well, the boss, you know, like whatever, right, right. Mm-hmm. you got to ask her. She's but, the one that knows it, you know? Yeah. But and, some, and, 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 you know, defer. yeah, because it's, um, makes you feel good too if you re- if you're yeah if the person that is in charge or who's hired you right defers to you mm-hmm. and recognizes your value you're also going to build up a lot of positive goodwill no yeah. i mean i mean for sure it just i think too many people just misjudge their own talents mm-hmm. or or their or more importantly they just don't seek to surround themselves with the right people 
that can complement what they do to get them to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's an old saying that says, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with others. Yeah. Mm, I like and that I, a lot. And I think that was always one of the things that I was always able to do was go further because I was able to, to surround myself with others that, that fit in where it was. That are smarter than you. Yeah. As much as you say, oh, maybe not smarter, whatever. People are smarter than you in certain things. That's right. Yeah. Right? Like, that's not to bring them up again, but what, like a couple of months ago, <laughs> Kanye goes on blast like, I'm not listening to somebody poorer than me, right? For Gap. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> you're sitting there yeah. saying just because they got less money doesn't mean they're not smarter there, on how a design should be. A lot of people right? with a lot more money. like a whole me. hour on <laughs> no, Kanye. Yeah, and I hate anything? to bring that, but that that bothered me a lot because you should surround yourself with smart people. And I've always said that's wrong. What's wrong with our politics is we expect one guy to have all this knowledge of everything. Like, no, separate it out. Well, right? that's the power between like, say a parliamentary system and a presidential system right. is the ability yeah. to appoint your cabinet. Yeah. Right. Yep. So. yep. 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 And I think also situational awareness, one of the things that drives me crazy <clears throat> with people is when they paint themselves into a box. Like they just assume that because of their personal experience, there's no, there's no difference to what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what do you I, mean? What I mean is like, like I'm poor because my parents were poor. I am oh. this way because I was raised this way. And I know that that is incorrect because if you look at some Fatalist. of the, well, some of the best parents that I know had shitty parents, <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. You know yeah. but, but th- rather than, rather than perpetuate that cycle, they chose to break the cycle. Have you heard that, that saying that you shouldn't, you shouldn't seek to be a good descendant. You should seek to be an amazing ancestor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like you owe your parents nothing. You should want your kids to be looking, you know, to be remembering Remember, you. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't need to impress my, you know, the generation like before me. I yeah. need to worry about the generation after me. Right. Yep. So. No, I think well, I think people just get so quick to want to label themselves based on prior experience or what they didn't have or what they did have, and it becomes an excuse. Do you think they remember you as John the Bridge Builder? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you can you can Google that joke. I don't know if we're going to quite tell that. Yeah, on the, I, uh, yeah, that's why I just. Yeah, we're not going to tell that one on the old podcast. Colt's already trying to get his con. You know, nah, you trying to get his let me today. finish my statement on that. <laughs> I was not going where where you thought it. Was. No, but, but I'm no. saying if, if you're one of those people that has put a label on yourself based mm-hmm. on previous experience. I mean, one of my favorite sayings is the past is like a paper book novel. When you're done with it, you throw it away and you buy a new one. I don't even know where I picked that up. I think it was a line in a movie, but it's always stuck with me. Like it doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter anything else, especially now, dude, anybody that says like, I didn't have the money to go to college. I'm the money to do dude. The wealth of human knowledge is sitting in YouTube. Mm-hmm. There, there literally is almost, you know, short of, yeah, short of ha- something you have to, you know, need, have a professional license for. There's nothing you cannot learn from YouTube. There's really literally nothing, nothing you can learn. Nothing, but nothing. But more to that point, um, when people say that to you, do you ever hear that in the context of, I don't know that because I haven't gone to school, or is it, I haven't advanced in my career because I don't have the paper? No, I, f- I, what I feel like is I don't even hear it in that context. I hear it in is people want to make excuses for where they are in life. They want to make excuses for where they are to a certain extent. And in that, what I'm saying is the thought process that you are stuck in a certain place because of circumstances that happened to you is more poisonous than the situation you're actually in. The thought process that gets you there because that thought process is a prison that you're locked in. You can't get out of it. And the only person in the world that has a key to that is you, because until you see yourself able to escape your current situation and aspire to something more, 
you're screwed. Which it's is a, all about surrounding yourselves with other success of where you want to be at, right? Like yeah. Where you can sit there and see somebody else broke out of that mold or whatever it might be. Have, mm-hmm. have we talked much about free will? I mean, I, here and again, speak up, counselor. So I, the older I get, the more, the, the less I believe in free will. I, I don't believe in free will. Okay. And here's what I mean by that. I'm not free to go play like a uh, most dangerous game and go hunt and eat a human. <laughs> There's no part of me that yeah. could do that. I'm not free to go do that. I am, <clears throat> I am the culmination of all of my experiences, including exposure to teratogens in the womb, the genes that I was born with that c- combined all the experiences I've ever had up to this moment in time. I believe that there are like choices that I may make depending on my day and hormonal balances and whatever. There are things I'll do differently within a set though. So, to your point, when you introduce things to people that are positive, mm-hmm. when you introduce information, when you introduce people that are going to sit here and consume this podcast, you are going to change your outcome based on basic deterministic principles that you've been, um, you've created new synaptic connections in your brain about how you view the world, right? The more things you consume experientially, mm-hmm. the different the person you are. People see free will. It's like, I'm just this free will person that I can make these random things if I want. It's like, no, you're not. You are literally the culmination of all your experiences. John, you're not going to go out and do a million things. There's a million things you're never going to do because you're not free to go do them. Now, no one's preventing you from doing them, but you're never going to do them. So how free are you to do those? Things? Well, I think, you see what I mean? I, it, well, sort of, sort of. I, I'm going to, 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 I'm going to refute that a little bit sure. by saying that I think at any time, at any time, you do have the free will to just make a choice to do something completely different than what is within every fiber of your body. Because I've done that. I've done that. I've said, you know what, man? I'm not happy with where I'm at right now. So it's like, have you ever seen the, the episode of Seinfeld where, where George was just like, everything I do is wrong? So what I'm going to start doing <laughs> is just going to do the complete opposite of everything that I ever do. And everything and got it, better. Yeah, started, got a girlfriend, got a job at the Yankees. I mean, yeah. literally opposite George became like just super happy. The winner, right? But, the, you, but the point, but the point, is, the point is you do have, you do have the free will to make a choice that is completely outside of your comfort zone or completely outside of your belief system. Are you, you saying like choice. you won't, you have less of ability to achieve that, right? Like me, I'm not going to be an equestrian, right? Because no. I'm afraid of horses and genetically well, which, I'm afraid but, of horses. But you're horses. afraid of horses, right? So, right. so for you to- Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not saying you couldn't be taught to learn how to like them. I'm not or saying try that. it. But, but here's the thing. When people say, where's free will come from? Mm-hmm. Is We like to, and I always kind of viewed it as there's this Chris who's like just a biological entity. And then there's this me. And I just think these free thoughts and I'm just so open to whatever. Right. Then you look back on it. You go, every single thing is a culmination of all prior experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like the Chris Connell today isn't the same Chris Connell 20 years ago. And the freedom I thought I would have had then I now recognize that I don't or do or would have made those choices. Right. Sure. You're going to have preferences within a set. You're not biochemically the same all the time because you have different hormonal levels. So you may do this thing, one thing. and But are you ever going to go home and beat and murder your children? Well, no, no. there's literally nothing in your fibers <clears throat> being that could do that. You have to act within the parameters that make up your psyche, that make up your mental health, that make up your biological health, that make up all these things. Well, I th- so you're I not mean, free. You no, can't just I, listen, go out and do anything. Listen, I think everybody has, has a, everybody has a code of 
ethics and conduct that, that does govern to a certain extent your belief system, which is why, you know, it's, if some people put the shopping cart back, some people don't. Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's probably because you had ethics, you were raised a certain yes. way, you were taught certain lessons, yes. you saw certain things. So you are a culmination of all of the prior experiences of your life. And what I mean by that. No, but it's like, but see, the difference is, I think that's like Jordan Peterson says, I could, I could choose to leave, to leave the shopping cart out. I choose not to because I want to live good. It's like Jordan Peterson saying, you, a pacifist man is a weak man. You have to be, you have to have the ability to go to violence and the control to hold it down. That's right, right. But all of that though, there are people that don't have the control to go down and that's why they go to prison. You could choose to leave a shopping cart, but have you, but do you? Leave the shopping cart? Yeah. No. Okay, so you're free to do it. I am. But you don't but choose, but it's my free will. So you're choice, saying not mentally, to, but you always head, choose the same thing. I could. Like, I just think that concept is overplayed. I think people overvalue, and this is where this comes into the learning lesson, the teaching mm -hmm. lesson of this. It's overplayed to think, oh, I'm just free to do all this stuff. I'm not free to go do certain things. I don't want to go and do all these things. I'm free to, and I never would. So really, am I free to go do it? Yeah, because it's a choice. It's a choice not to. I, but it's it's one of those things. It's like a, still a choice. Well, no, it's not a choice if I if I in never the, do in it. In the immortal words of, in the immortal mm -hmm. words of the great Neil Peart, if you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. But again, if you are, it, it, you, like I said, you're going to make choices within a set. Uh, it, I, get, I it, get where you're the saying. I'm never going to just go quit, right. quit my job and go be a pre-K teacher in Poughkeepsie, New York. Okay. Well, can we talk about can we talk about some interesting choices? Let's talk about some free will interesting choices, which is this. <laughs> so last night at the Knights game, he bet he bet on the he bet on the Patriots. No, 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 no. Last night at the Knights game, last night at the Knights game, sitting behind me, I'm like texting Chris. Is like is Toronto the equivalent of like Arkansas, mm -hmm. <laughs> Canada? Because oh my God, I had the funniest people sitting behind us, and this was and it, it, it was like the I had the most Canadian hockey experience I think I've ever had. It's the equivalent of and you said it was in New York, which is worse, which is funny. You said Toronto's like New York. Toronto's is the New York, but you got to remember New York is still surrounded by oh, yeah. I get it. So, by Yonkers, but, but the people uh, behind us, the people behind us. So I had, I had these people behind us that were, were Maple Leaf fans, and, and they had a friend with them that they obviously came with. That was an Oilers fan. And I knew this because he was wearing head to toe Oilers gear, yeah. <laughs> and he was rooting not so much for the Knights, but against Toronto. That's pretty solid. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very loud and very vocal about it. And his friends were getting so mad. And all I could think of was like that, fuck you, Shorty. Yeah, fuck you, Shorzy. Shorzy, whatever it was. But they were, dude, they were yelling at each other. When the guy got hurt last night, like went down. No, this Tavares, guy. He was yelling about the very tirade. Oh my God. Get up, you bum. Why'd you break your fingernails? <laughs> like Tracy <laughs> stretching this guy out. And it was relentless. He and wasn't it, from like. Bay and Bloor Street. He wasn't no. from, from Charles. No, no, no. He was that guy was from Ajax and he just says he's from Toronto because yeah, yeah, yeah. no, it's no. like the closest major oh, city. God. It, it, Funny it, how it was fans get <laughs> so oh my God. what do you think about people that wear other, other teams shit to a sporting event? Like you know the Yankees aren't playing, right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Why I, are you wearing a Yankees? Yeah, they're, made, they're not playing. Well, I, I, I loved it because, like, dude, it, by the end of it, right, the, the, the Maple Leafs fans over here were like, <laughs> we hate Vegas. I wish I could get a flight right now. This guy's like, yeah, get out of our town, you idiots. You lost $300 <laughs> playing roulette last night. That's like 40 bucks Canadian. I just yelled. Like, I mean, it was, they were literally picking a fight kind of with each other. <laughs> it was so funny. We were just, we, me and Gidge were dying laughing at that, which was, which was a little hilarious. Canadian 
politics though yeah edmonton's a west coast right yeah and um when you talk about the south not liking the north yeah the west not liking the east east, that's how it works because the population is all very concentrated in the east yeah it's it's ontario and quebec so saskatchewan manitoba bc those uh, alberta those provinces feel disrespected by the east and that their opinions aren't taken valid because they can't vote out the East. Yeah, it's like the Midwest here. It's like the Midwest. It's if like you're from Midwest. Chicago right, and you're right. like, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, those New York guys think they're so cool yeah. or whatever. So. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> it was so funny. But, <laughs> you know, obviously this guy had well thought out his his approach last night to the game. Which the was enemy funny. of my enemy is my friend. That's it. Exactly. But I think, <laughs> I think critical thinking and where my life really got better was when I started living with intent and critically thinking through situations. And there, like, I'll, I'll give you some examples of some stuff that, that lessons that I learned the hard way of things that I didn't. Um, one of which is I was in a partnership a long time ago and um, it was a tech firm that I was a partner with and I didn't, you know, truth be told, looking back at it, I could have done a lot more. This is right around the time I was on The Apprentice and it was, you know, this is before social media and it was really bizarre at the time to have, you know, tens of thousands of people talking about you in chat Mm -hmm. forums. Oh, it it was a really bizarre thing. AOL chat. Yeah. And it was constant and it was really bizarre and I kind of got sucked into it. So I didn't necessarily do the best job here right? Uh, I'm holding up my end of the deal there at that tech firm. Anyway, I had a little bit of one of my best friends owned the joint or was the main partner that brought me in. His dad and his best friend were the investors, right? And when it, when it, we kind of started to go bad with, with me and Dan, right before I took a buyout there, um, you know, Dan had gone away on a trip or something and I was, tra- and for some reason, I don't know why, like this is checkers thinking, not chess thinking. Like, look, his dad and his dad's best friend are the major investors in this company. The die is cast. There's no, there's no winning this war. No, right. Right? right. But I took it upon myself to like send an email to the main investor. Like, I don't know what's going on with Dan. I'm a little worried about it and blah, 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 blah. That was not a well thought out move. Yeah. It still ended up with me uh, kind of getting bought out from the company and then Dan going on to great things. God bless. And, I, and I'm, I'm so happy for him that he did that and very apologetic. I didn't do, I didn't do well there, but the, the moral story is <clears throat> not thinking through the situation. And so many people play checkers mm-hmm. with decisions they make and not chess. They don't look at how this decision is going to affect that decision or this domino is going to make that one fall down. And they don't take the time to really explore their decision-making process. So I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about, you know, you're an attorney. So critical thinking is so important. And game theory and game theory. Of, of how you walk through these decisions when you make them, how I do it and how we all, how we all do this. Because I think if you just get, get an idea of how successful people think, like the process that goes into it, um, really w- can help you on a daily basis. Oh, it's, uh, that's all law school is, by the way. When you talk yeah. about leaving with a piece of paper, it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's what it is, is how to think in a certain way. Law school is there to prepare you how to think. Mm-hmm. And people, th- that, that's not, that is in a very practical skill-based way. It's not this ephemeral, like, um, philosophy, mm-hmm. right? When you say, how do you philosophize? What is good thinking? Well, you can fall into the pedantics. You can get into this, that you're not necessarily good thinking, but with very strict regimented Socratic method where you're responsible, you have to go through this free form discussion and debate where you have to question your own thoughts. Yeah. And a law professor, what they do is you have, you know, there's cases, and so one day it'll be, you know, just follow along. That's all law school classes are. They follow along and you're up. So when it's this, you know, um, they'll ask you a question and then you answer it. 
and say, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And you're just keep answering right. the same question. And they'll say, well, why would it be this and not that? And you have to go, well, I don't know. Sometimes and then you get stuck. Right. And then, or if you're wrong, they'll literally just go to the next person. Yeah. So there's this huge social pressure of not looking like a moron. Because yeah, you, you don't want to get clipped by the professor. You get yeah. bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God. And okay, Mr. Really Connell, cares. that's enough from you today. <laughs> Mr. Smith. And you're like, no, oh, it, it is. And you're going, <laughs> well, no, no, hold on. Come back to me. Yeah. Oh my God, my no. ego. Yeah. Right. My right. ego's completely been. Thank bruised. you for those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's, so you have to be prepared. And that's why yeah. everybody in law school is cramming and reading or whatever. They need to be prepared to answer those questions outside of just rote memory. Yeah. Because it's not rote. It's no, you have to interpret it. You have to well, metabolize think, it one way I, I, or the other. Yeah, I, th I think, again, you know, when it comes to making a decision, I try to look at, you know, I try to go out at least five steps, mm -hmm. right? Especially, you know, obviously if it's not which taco am I going to order off the menu at Tacos <laughs> Gordo. I'm talking about when you're like, okay, I need to, I'm going to fire this person or I'm going to change this plan or I'm going to pivot to this arena or I'm going to get in business with this person. Now, the problem I think most people make, and I've been guilty of it in my younger years, is what is the best case scenario? What is, wow, what's going to happen? What does the performer say? That looks great. Let's do this. High low middle. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing, man. And, and I'll tell you, I am a sucker. I, dude, I get, I've been caught up in the, in the glitz and the flash. I've been caught up in the, the quick proposition, the quick dollars. I've been caught up in that, man, where I'm like, this looks great. I see this. Let's go for it. I only and see the best. Case I scenario. only see the best case scenario. And you've got to stop and, and get rid of that, that quasi just completely rose colored glasses thought process. And you've got to start thinking almost like the scientific method. You've got mm -hmm. to break it down to, okay, what am I really working with? Yep. So for me, if it's a human being, if I'm dealing with a human that I don't really know, I'm looking for people that I know one step away that have done business with this right. person. I'm trying to find somebody that I can vet them through that is going to, is going to stamp them and say, this is a good dude or whatever else. High character, high character, not high even quality. necessarily a friend, right? I always yeah, tell people don't, don't I, I wouldn't go after somebody's friend because most people don't have the guts to talk bad on their friend. Right. Yeah. So, like you said, if you found somebody that's done some one-off deals or some stuff like that, they're more inclined to tell the truth about somebody than, you know, yeah. their best friend. Do you guys look at best case scenarios? Cause I never do. I no. always, I mean, I, it, the only reason I'll do it if there is a best case scenario. Yeah. You have to have a high end. You have to. For me, all of these things come down to this. Risk and reward. Risk and reward. And, all it is. and mitigating damages. Yep minimizing potential right. for loss well that's that whole um you know when you look at w what production possibilities frontiers when you look in game theory when you look at all these things it's a culmination so in the harvard negotiation course um you go through these things and you set yourself you know high low what's my walk away number what's my yeah, right, you know right. whatever and when you're in mediations an alternative dispute resolution is a whole process of this you can set a high low I'm willing to take this. I'm willing to sell you for this. I'm willing to give you for this. Uh, you know, yeah. That, and it's, nobody wants mediation. Everybody's mad. A good mediation. Everybody mediation. should be. Everybody should be. Everybody should be equally angry. Everybody should be equally angry when they walk you know? away. That's a good but, mediation. But yeah, no. So that's how now I make decisions for other people because I'm oftentimes put in a position to advocate as an attorney. 
you people think you just go in there and start yelling at people and change the law it's like well no. the other side is an attorney too that knows right, the law what the you law. need to be is persuasive yeah and it, you have to find solutions right the best attorneys out there can find solutions where everybody's better off for doing business or everybody's better off in the settlement than they will be without it yeah i mean but the idea is to stay away from a settlement by vetting the person right up front. That's right. Is what you want to do. And 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 papering it yeah. up front. Just, yeah. Jesus, I got a call today and I'm not going to get into it because it was a referral from a friend. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, can you get me out of this deal? I'm like, well, who got you into the deal? She's like, well, me. <laughs> like, with who? Well, the, the seller. Like, well, did you have an attorney looking over? Did you have agents working on it? Nope. No. I just walked face first in this thing and just started signing shit. Uh, and it's like, what, like, what, how do you have, how, how do you operate like that and have the money to purchase commercial property? It's people think they're smarter than that, what they are, right? Well, I'm smarter well, than I this. Mean, I'm a better negotiator well, than my agent. I'm a, I don't need an attorney. And that's why I told some of the other, I had this talk last night. I go, you're nuts. I per, you, you're going to <laughs> double. No, I did because they're trying to do stuff and they have not a clue. They couldn't purchase a car on themselves oh, uh, by themselves. Yeah. They're left their dad's stuff and uh, they're trying to do stuff to their current place right now. And I'm like, you're nuts. You well, that's it's going to be costly. Uh, so vetting the person. Yeah. Number one, get off. you got to vet yeah. number two, but also if you're dealing with a situation where you're going to do something that's going to affect somebody else and you don't know how they're going to react. You've got to take stock in what you've seen that person do before. Mm -hmm. If you are depend, you know, because we're things, determined. Well, we're determined no, I just people. one of the things like that. One, one of the things that. One of the it, here's a real quick way to become constantly disappointed. It, it just it just is is to depend on the integrity of others or holding someone else to the same standard of what you will. That's right. Right. That is a, that is an excellent way for you to constantly be disappointed because. Even today, you know, like, like today I had a deal where, you know, I'm doing this coaching thing for a bunch of our agents at the company and, and, and the prices, you know, loyalty to the brands. That's the price. And I, I made it very clear. I value my time. My time is very expensive. If, if you figure out what I actually earn per hour of work, work, it's just a lot of value that I'm giving. And it's a lot of work to, to coach these guys. And I look today and uh, some of them were still marketing like other title companies in their listings. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, so I reached out to a bunch of them and it was like, they're like, oh, they I had that before this. I'll change it right now. Blah, 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 blah. But there was a couple of a man that I'm like, Still you strong. knew what you were like. You knew, like you knew, like, I know that you knew. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, at the end of the day, like I told them all, if you have relationships, you value, and this isn't for you, fine. You don't have to be in this. I'm not mad at you if that's the choice you make, but if you're in here, this, you're in here. It's what we're doing. And to me, that's an easy like integrity deal. Like it's a super simple mm -hmm. thing. Like that is a line in or out. If you say you're in, you're in. Mm -hmm. Not like I'm going to say I'm in and they won't check. Tepid water. Yeah. Water. Like, dude, like, like I hate, and I, and I made a video. I didn't post it because, because that's another thing we'll talk about, which is drafting the angry email. Yes. And deleting the best it. cure for anger sometimes <laughs> just saying it. And kind of the gist was, was my disappointment. Like, dude, you're, you gotta understand. If you're stealing from me, like, like if you choose not to do this, I get it, it's one thing, but if you, if you choose to say that you're going to do it and then not do it, and, and I'm giving you the most valuable asset I have, which is my time, you're stealing it. 
Or your hair, John. Yeah. I'd say your hair. Your, yeah, my, well, yeah. hair's right. Somebody there. asked me yesterday. He said, "Do you, do you ever have a bad hair day?" I'm like, "Once in 1987." Oh, <laughs> bad, every day. But vetting the people involved in your decision making, you have to look at it. There, it what they actually have done in the past and how they behave. Don't project how you would think you would behave in the situation, what you think you would do. You need to look at what they have done in the past. You need to look at their track record of what they may do, because this is how you're going to come up with an actual honest idea of how they're going to respond. If this is, you're saying attacker doesn't change their stripes, right? Exactly. Uh, and, and, And frankly, it, it over time, I think that's maybe not true. Right, oh, I think to a point. Uh, to a is. point, but again, like I've said so much, like even on this show, I think people who are who they are. Well, I think I, I think really do, well, John. I really no, no, think they, they are. We'll they, talk they about don't, it later. They, but they, they don't change. But but the point being is the point being is like for example, for example, we talked about it before about not doing business with people that cheat on their spouses because if they cheat on the spouses, they're going to bang you out. There's no question. And I was going to say the exact same thing. How many people are out here getting married because they have all this you know gushy feeling and they don't get a prenup? Yeah. yeah. And that's the ultimate sign. That's the ultimate thing you should do when you get married. And yeah. I don't care that you're in love. I don't care if you have the same whatever. You should get a prenup. Yeah. Period. And here's why. If things aren't agreed to beforehand, they'll become an issue at some point in time. And I don't just mean, you know, you know spouse that sounds cold right. or whatever. And you know, obviously, well, I, a lot of people you know, don't have. Them, let's but. put a happy. Let's put a happier spin on that same thing because I always talk about when people form real estate teams with partners, partnership agreements. I always say, yeah, what happens if this falls apart? That should be understood and agreed, though, upfront. And it's not an affront to your relationship to say, hey, if you start fucking the neighbor, right. you don't get my house. You, you know what I mean? That should be yeah. pretty and much. It, it, but that goes back to. It's like partnership. That's You've right. never seen how they've acted before in a partnership group. The whole thing with mm-hmm. the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap. Everybody's like, oh, I didn't knock them out. No, you wouldn't have because you didn't anticipate that because you've never seen somebody walk on stage and slap you. Right. Now you've seen that. Now somebody gets angry and walks on stage. You're going to be ready yeah. to fight now because yeah. now, <laughs> you're, now you've yeah. seen that before, right? And that's what John's that's point, point is. Talk to, talk to an expert business partner right like i've always been told slot people where they're at you won't be disappointed i am very very comfortable doing that well i just don't get disappointed by people like i've had deals with people they're like how can you be around those people like because i slot them as an asshole i slot them as selfish (laughs) so when they're an asshole or selfish i'm not not shocked and i run my business or my way through that you know so slotting people off of their past behaviors is something i no think part of you watched wwf as a kid though wwe when he started guy. walking at him that maybe he should have just speared him or something yeah. he didn't see it coming no i, mean, I didn't see that i didn't see it i no, i thought I, no honestly no okay, everybody in the world thought it was gonna be like one of these ha 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 yeah whatever yeah, like i know, that, I know. Like, i'm no, just kidding i just i just but now that nobody saw, it, right? nobody saw iceberg stage. slim coming from seat 3f and uh landed yeah. across from the the uh, left four uh, left <laughs> eyebrow to lower it's, right it's lip it's funny that you went to pimp instead of actual wrestler yeah but. i did <laughs> iceberg <laughs> slim on it i did but again so under Understand what these people will do and look at, look at the scenario. Cause again, we're talking about analyzing, making decisions, look at your upside, understand what your upside is in a decision. What do you have to win? And then what is the absolute worst case scenario? What is your walk away? What is, no, 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 not what you walk away. If I do this and this, everything that happens goes badly. Mm-hmm. 
what is going to happen? Where will I be? That's what I mean. What's your blow? Where will I be? What, your... what, what, is, what is the catastrophe that happens? And the problem with this catastrophe is this. Here's the thing. A lot of people do this, but they don't necessarily take it to the 10th. They don't take it all the way out. For example, they do things like they say, okay, like I'm the real estate business, right? Let's say I, I made a change. I did something here to the company and it really only affected, like we'll call it one agent. Right. But this agent had some juice and I said, okay, if I make this change and I, this agent gets mad and they leave, I lose that agent. But what if I didn't account for the fact that that agent has six best friends and now they take all of those people as well. Sure. Like I've got, I've got owning a business. I've got to take that decision all the way to the end of how bad it could be. So that's, so I can really, really be honest about, about what the worst case scenario is. So that's the value of experience though. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you would know that better than I would, right? Yeah. For certain businesses that you're in that I'm not. Uh, there, there's things, right, where you would know, hey, here's why that ends up being a bad idea. Mm -hmm. That's why I try to collect information from experienced people in the industries because they'll say, there's been times when I thought I had a great idea. And someone will say, no, 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 that would equal encroachment. Right. Or, oh, well, let's, you know, let's, let's talk about that too. Because, so decision making, Analyze all the pieces, analyze all the people, look at the worst possible situation, look at the best possible situation, analyze the risk. Right. Is, is the win worth the worst case scenario? Mm -hmm. If it is, move forward. But what you just said is really interesting because that is also kind of a mistake that, that I've made many times in my life, which Not knowing now there's a way to do it. Well, no, which is this, which is, and I, and I talked about it this morning in my coaching thing, which is don't fall too in love with your own ideas, man. You, you can't do that. You've always got to keep the scientific thought process going through, especially with your own ideas. Because mm -hmm. if you fall in love with it like a kid, it's a disaster. Yeah. And one of the best lessons that I had him in here and I took him back was my vitamins. I talked, we yeah, talked, about talked about 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 yeah. the hundred thousand dollar bottle of vitamins, man. You've got to make sure that pe there's a demand for your ideas or there's something that, that people want before you do them, which is why I love Kickstarter. Because yeah. now you have an idea, so you can fake work. a prototype that works. None yeah. of the none of the stuff you see on Kickstarter actually works. They just have one plastic mold and they're faking it's like a, it works. It's a, it's a prototype. Yeah, yeah, it's a prototype to see if you actually are interested in buying it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. test your ideas. I mean, that's that's a big part of intentional thinking yeah. is understanding that every idea, every new idea I'm have, I'm going to test it before I dive headfirst into it. It's a weird phrase, and I don't know why. Thankfully, people understand that this is actually like a, a phrase, but it's called Chinese math, right? Yeah. It's based on the size of the population of China. Mm -hmm. So a lot of businesses, they do Chinese math. They go, all I need is one in a thousand people <laughs> yeah. and I'll have a million customers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I just need to capture one in a thousand people without understanding cultural context, without understanding mm -hmm. that if you don't get one in 10 people in China, you're not going to get one in a million. Yeah. Like you're either going to get everybody all or, or nobody. Yeah. So it doesn't work like that. You don't get to split and buy for, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. whatever that, that aside and, and it's not until you have true research information, focus groups, whatever you get your information from, um, that you'll understand what the positives and negatives or, or potential outcomes are. So that's where talking to people with experience right. come in. That's where a broker is valuable because yeah. you'll come up and there'll be times when I'll, I've called you, John, Yeah, I've personally called you and, uh, I'm, I'll talk to you about an interesting thing that happened very recently. Okay. Uh, but you and I spoke about it and I took your opinion of it very to heart so i've told other people you can't do this for this reason mm. or if you want to find out it's going to cost you a ton of money yeah thankfully this is a happy ending uh, i found somebody in a scenario we were talking about 
And it just so happened that it doesn't matter anymore. So this is why we'll talk about experience sure. and, and how you never know the outcomes of stuff. Um, in those contracts that people were sending out all year saying um, 30,000 over appraised value. Yeah. You remember those? Yep. And, and the Las Vegas realtor board said those uh, lack definitiveness. Right. They were saying those are unenforceable. Well, the court disagreed. Yeah. The court actually says, no, that has a definitive value. Yeah. There's an appraisal, appraisal and plus it's 30. 30. Over. Yeah. And you and I were talking about, I said, John, do you think I should pursue this? Mm -hmm. And you're like, it's going to be a, a dice role because LVR came out and said that it, it lacks definitiveness, mm -hmm. right? And the courts haven't talked about it. And who wants to go spend $30,000 litigating right. the proper value, whatever? Well, I found a gentleman that was who put um, principal over money. Mm -hmm. which is often rare because people won't put their money where the mouth is. Sure. And he did. And it, it, and it was successful. Wow. So, yeah, I think I, the big I, thing you said, or you just said that I was going to say is focus groups, right? Mm -hmm. You don't yeah. need to go pay for a focus group, but you better ask some people that'll be honest with you Yeah, mm -hmm. because that's the biggest thing I see people. Oh yeah. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Find somebody that tells you it's a great idea or a horrible idea, then go to an attorney, find out worst case scenario. Yeah, right? find like, out, hey, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the world could fall. They in. die doing that or, you know, you get in a crash because, you know, you're doing whatever it is. Well, there's a lot worse case scenario than you as an average human are thinking probably about. Probably figure what it is. Right. You want to hear want to hear something else shocking about something like a focus group and people undervalue them. You take a jury. We focus group juries before cases, right? Mm -hmm. So you'll focus group juries. There's not a single time that I haven't been completely perplexed at what the jury, at, came, what back the jury came back with. It would, they'll say, well, no, this is whatever. And, and you have a stereotypes. I don't care who you are. Right. Everybody has stereotypes. So you're sitting there thinking, okay, this person is going to be on my team because this is a, uh, let's say I have a left-wing issue. I have a liberal issue. I have a, a Me Too case. There's this woman, uh, you know, uh, approached by her boss and got drunk and hit on her in her car. And, and then he said, you know, whatever. And then the, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting there going, oh, my goodness, I have a, right. a woman, you know, on the jury. She's going to be sympathetic to me. And then they'll come back and go, she's the no, one. That held up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I don't think a manager would do that. Really? You know, and you're like, everybody, no! you can't you can't assume that people are on your team nope. um, when Hillary didn't go uh, campaign in Ohio. Right. It's just sort of like, no, I've got this thing one. Right. It's like, you don't know that. Assumption, you don't know yeah. what yeah. people are thinking. No what they're thinking. So you better find out and you better be there and you better make sure that your, um, you know, value proposition is, mm -hmm. is being put out there. So, well, I think, you know, it's funny you talk about that. I think the biggest problem with people living with intention is they don't go into a scenario with any goals with any knowledge or any thought of what's going to happen. And they just, the, the interactions happen to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think this is actually something I was always pretty good at, which was having a good angle to it. And my sister taught me this, and this was the best thing ever. And I'll, I'll teach you how to never get a B. If you're, if you're a student, listen to this, this is how you never get a B on a subjective test again. This is how you do it. Cause this is what I did is what my sister told me to do. So if you have a test or, or a paper or something that is in college, especially that is subjective, right? Like your thought process is being mm -hmm. pulled apart. It's a subjective, a subjective grade and you get a B you go to the professor during their office hours and you just sit down and say, hi, I was just, I got a B on this. I was wondering if you could just, you know, go over it with me and explain to me what your thought was as to why I got a B and then have them go through their entire thought process. And then you say, 
I'm sorry, I just still really don't understand. Can you explain it to me again? And then you do it again and again, and you burn their whole time. There's as much time as you can. You burn every second until they're literally like, I have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> you do it as nice as you can. You're like, well, I just really don't understand. And literally, as you're walking them out to their car, if you can, I just, I just, because I made this point, I just thought this. The very next time they go to grade you, they'll be so terrified to give you a B because they know you'll come back. They'll never do it again. That was very successful tactic for me. It was successful for my sister. And that Or just write a really good paper the first time. No, no, because no, because here's the point. This is about understanding the rules of the game. It's about knowing the game. And and, and that person valued their time mm-hmm. more than they care about they valued the, the curve. their opinion. Yeah. Their opinion of my work was not as valuable to them as their time was, rightfully so. So they didn't want to waste any more of their time arguing their opinion of mine. Now, if it's a Scantron ABC test and and you get it wrong, (laughs) it ain't going to work. But anything that's subjective, you can absolutely do that. But even in live people, I've got a client that is like, everybody fires me. And I said, because you're wasting their time mm-hmm. by yeah. being oh. that he's that pushy, oh, but yeah. w- in work with mm-hmm. certain things. So he can't get contractors to work with them. I, I got a couple. Pro- yeah. Property management. So you got to be careful on who you push. Yeah. Because, time burglars. Yeah. Yeah. You start dude. becoming getting that you know, I, I, behind I, you. I, I had somebody walk in my office today and they said to me two things. Um, it, it, and like, it's so funny because they were asking me questions that we pay people to do this stuff. And they said to me, they go, That's Hey, me. can you do me a favor? I want to get my banner up on, on the, on, on your back agent site. Not me. Can't do that. Talk to, talk to this person. And I also, I want you to help me because I want to do some videos in the studio. Again, not me. Talk to this person. Yeah. Well, I just afraid I'd come right to you. Nope. Not nope. doing it. Yeah. Go to the guy. Not doing it. Well, I, right here, there. Here's a fun. Here's a funny one. We had a meeting with somebody the other day, and it was funny because they told us they go, "Yeah, you guys, I wanted to meet with you, so I'm not going to charge you the hundred. <laughs> it was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, like a year ago, I just started charging people hundred dollars if they want to meet with me. So when salesmen call me, anybody calls me, they want to come to meet me. I'm like, yeah, it's a hundred dollar rate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you want? That's what I. How do you minimum. feel about that? I think it's I think it's amazing. I thought it was great. So you didn't, didn't like it when Ari Gold when I said you should send an invoice right, if right. people are no. wasting your time. No, 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 no. But, but this, but, <laughs> fake but, but invoice this, that you no, cancel. No, no, no. But this, this, you want to try to come in and sell me something? You want yeah. to come in and chit chat? You want to burn me stuff? You better believe in it. Yeah, exactly. Believe I'll know exactly how, if you believe in your product enough, and you're going to make because you're going to make a ton of money. Yeah. You know what? I think I'm going to start doing that because there are a lot of bucks. People, no, no, no. I think I say um, for sales calls to pitch my business, it's a hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. I will listen to your pitch. I will sit through it, but it's hundred dollars. I will listen to your pitch with open ears, and 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 if it's honestly something for me, I will purchase it from you. It's all yeah, hundred bucks. You'll weed out people bucks. that don't believe. Hundred bucks. I pay hundred bucks. But I'm doing long. that now, by the way. No, but I think if you. But, but no, here's the thing. No. I think you can, can hit do the that. horn. What's that? Hit the, the, the horn. There's power move. Oh, there's, there's the power move. No, but I think I think you teachers can do become that. a student. I, no. <laughs> I am one hundred percent doing that. Every time I get a sales pitch. Yeah. I am now doing that. Sure. I am if you want now to come to the office, pitch me. It's a hundred bucks. God, think of the value the power move has created for people. Just, just so much, right? One, just, just that thing. one little tip. But I, but here's the thing. I think if you do that, you're living intentionally. You're intentional with your time. Mm-hmm. You know the value of your time and you're, you're living intentionally. So there's a little tip Like I said, I still stand behind that thing. If somebody, you know, not, not Colt calls me up. Yeah. Let's chat about stuff. But, but if, if I somebody, did it if you numerous do it constantly, times, constantly, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm just going to start sending invoices. 
I like that. I know yeah. John didn't care for that, but I did like that. Especially when I charge yeah, for time. Because you charge, well, everybody's charged for time. They might not realize it, but they sure, are. Sure, sure. So, but I, I sit there and think, God, man, people will waste so much. I, guy goes to me today. I'm going say, hey, I just saw you in the parking lot of another place. I'm like, God, we got a meeting in 10 minutes. He's like, oh, so I guess we're not doing this meeting. I'm like, I'm back already at my office. Like yeah. you were going to lunch. You wasted my time. You just didn't realize it. That. People waste and waste and waste your time. Well, I think, you know, what's funny about that is when telemarketers call me, you know, when my wife knows when telemarketer calls me, I just hang up on them. Right. If they, I, like, if I, as soon as I know they're selling yeah. me something and I'm and not, hear I just hang up three and, get, and, get, and get just like, that's so rude. And I'm like, totally. no, it's not. Absolutely. Not. No, it's not because they're them. just dialing for dollars. I'm not going to buy. I think trying to save the guy I'm, some time. I, yeah, yeah. Just totally save, save them time. I used to be that guy that I would try to be polite and all this no, stuff. No, you're wasting their time. You're, you're, there's nothing. But did you check and call with me to see if I'm with my kid right now? There's you nothing. You don't care. Well, no, even it doesn't matter. They're just, yeah, they're in working. business, I just, Chambers called me, right? And I told <laughs> the guy, hey, look, this isn't for my real estate. This is nothing. This is for roofing. I just need the very cheapest thing right now because we're just starting mm -hmm. up. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I can be on your president stuff and everything. I go, mm -hmm. just give me the cheapest. I'll sign it. Let's go. He goes, well, usually this is 45 minutes of people pretending they have all this yeah, money. To Bobby Big Wheels. Like, you no, know, no. and he goes, thanks. And that guy has introduced me in one month to so many people because he's like, he's a straight shooter. He doesn't yep. waste your time. <laughs> yep. No, that's a good reputation to have. This it guy is. will not bullshit you. Yeah, he doesn't waste your time. He doesn't waste he's your time. It gets the deals done and that's it. So. Finish up, Connell. One bit of advice for people to live in, in intentional with their life. What would it be? If you had to give them one piece of advice, what would it be? <laughs> know what you want to do. Know, know what's what you're working towards. Mm -hmm. I mean, you you talk about it a lot, which is wonderful right? because to be conscious of the drift. Mm -hmm. now I'm drifting out there, and and it's funny too. And this stuck in my craw because you accused me of it at one point in time too. Who me? No, 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 John. Because oh. because I have this business where it's. It's part of it's difficult to say who's going to walk in the door. There's a lot of variables in my business. I can't say, okay, well, I'm going to get these three people that are going to have these issues. You know, it's it's hard to plan for. Yeah. You can't be like that. You it's hard to scale up like that, right? I'm going to cold call 100 people till I get two car accidents. It's like that's not how car accidents work. Right. That's not how real estate oh, transactions it, work. It could be. <laughs> 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 just kidding, FBI. Uh, just kidding, State Farm. Um, <laughs> just a mill of people like trading off policy. No, don't do that. No, no, don't do don't that. do that. No, I take it very seriously. But you know, it's difficult. So for me, sometimes I feel the drift, wherein I'll be slammed one week and the next week, you know, I'll have time and then I don't. I'm like, oh God, I had all these things I was planning to do when I had the time to do it. And now it's here and then I'll something will happen, then I'll have to go here, then I'll go. I, I had time that day to do some written discovery and now it's gone, you know. Right. I, I gotta plan this right, you know, mm -hmm. and, and you start to feel that drift because it's maybe you're in an industry that has a bit of built in drift. Yeah. And some, and, some, and, and some just, ebbs some ebbs and flows. And just will. minimize that if you can and remember what you're working towards. Yep. Colt, what say you? I think that just there's been numerous studies, right, of people either on their deathbed or at least 80 and above, right? And mm -hmm. everybody's biggest regret in life's not doing something. Yep. Not something they have done, nope. just not doing something. So I tell people all the time, Excellent. read people, slot people, know where they're at, use them for you to go where you want, right? Excellent. And it, mm -hmm. just because somebody hates somebody, I mean, I'm sure there's people that hate all of us at some point right but we could utilize it you imagine imagine being that guy. imagine i mean one out of three but all three of us <laughs> at the same time no but i think just you know 
doing what you want to do and again slot people has been the greatest advice people have always always given Good one. me i love that yeah. people just uh, nobody, nobody regrets the things they do they were no. the things they didn't do well I, I i got two number one is you know this morning i was working out and i was just i don't know what i was thinking about this while i was working out but i thought you know it's, it's i spent a great amount of my life not being in the gym regularly like I am now and not, not having a regimented gym thing. And I thought I didn't really get serious about it until I got a why, why I wanted to do it, why I wanted to do it. I was thinking to myself, you know, I really wish my son would be in here more regular now that he's, you know, is he going to be 15 and he's being here moving yeah. up, moving weights around a little more often. Yeah. But I realized me telling him to do it isn't going to make him do it. Nope. He's got to come up with a why of his own, which is why I don't even ask him to go in there. When he figures out it becomes important to him, do he you know will that, then do it. You know what that why is going to be for him? But girls. <laughs> what? Yep. hundred percent. Okay. When that becomes important, he will come in and do it. Um, Girl and, he and, likes one day is going to be dating that big buff yeah. dude. And that's going to be and a he, why. Well, here's, and here's the next thing, which is this live with a sense of urgency. And I, you know, I got to tell you, and I got to tell you this, which is this has been bothering me ever since it happened a couple of weeks ago, which is this ever since I saw our Egypt stuff come up and realized that was a year ago, mm -hmm. I was like, I need to go to something cool every year because I'm 50 years old, man. I don't know, uh -huh. you know, I'm in great health now, but who knows how many years of adventure I have. So I feel this mad, I, I felt a mad burning urgency to say, we got to figure something out. Somewhere I, to go. I climbed uh, the tallest mountain in the United Kingdom in uh, May. Yeah, well, it's, it's like six ben blocks. Lincoln. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no it was all day. No, no, it, it, was, it was a tough yeah. climb because a buddy of mine was having a kid and getting married yeah. in Europe. And I met him over in Scotland, Ireland mm. and what all the, but I get an urgency. I have urgency. I definitely live with a sense of urgency. Yeah. And I, 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 what happens is like my arm right now is jacked up because I'm doing jujitsu. Yeah. But I realized that I only got so many good years left to do jujitsu. So now I, I know I want to get to a certain place. Yep. So I do it. I play basketball tonight. I have, you know, gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because mm -hmm. I realized my Urgent. meat machine is going to break yeah. down one day. Yeah. Sense and and I'm going to regret if yeah. I didn't climb that do mountain, stuff. if I didn't, oh, yeah. you know, whatever. So urgency. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's wonderful. Well, man, I hope this helps. I hope some of the tips helped you today. Um, I hope some of this stuff helps you out. I hope you start building people that want to sell you stuff for your time. I love that, John. Hope you do that. I and, mean, uh, I may cut a deal. I'll say for friends and family, it's seventy five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I hope this. Uh, I hope this helps you, man. Live with some intent in your life, and if you're gonna move, man, you might as well move forward. We'll see you next time. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we've, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.